Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the Media Junkies channel proudly brings to you its self-proclaimed Smart Mark Champions of the World, the Stark Attack, Michael Gresser, the historian, Kevin Weekly, and your host, Jason Hummel. It's the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast. What a week it's been in the world of professional wrestling, and we're here to talk all about it on tonight's podcast. I hope everyone enjoyed last week's episode. We had a we had fun recording it. You can catch up on all 19 of our previous episodes if you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox, and more. If you're listening to this, you probably already know that, so just make sure that you share us with your friends. The more listeners, the better. Uh, now that we got all out of the way, let's go ahead and start the show. My name's Jason. I'm the host of the show, as you heard at the beginning in that uh, little nice little intro that I set up. And uh, no snark attack tonight. We're, we're missing our, our 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 asshole, Mike. <laughs> but I am joined by the historian. How are you doing tonight, Kev? How are you feeling? Good, man. Feeling good. I'm awake. We're recording earlier than normal, yeah, so I'm alive and... Worldwide. <laughs> Live and worldwide. Good. All right. Alive and worldwide. I love it. All right. So uh, we're going to do things a little bit differently tonight. Uh, we kind of wanted to switch things up a little bit. So instead of hot takes, we're actually going to just talk about some breaking news that, that came up actually today because we're recording this a day later than what we normally do. Usually the show posts on Thursday, but uh, it's going to post tonight and be available tomorrow. And then we're actually going to, uh, instead of like kind of the nostalgia thing, we're going we're gonna to switch it up and we're going to do some fantasy booking. And then uh, we're going to talk about a holy shit moment from the week, and then we're going to close it out. So, sound good? Sounds good. All right. So, without further ado, let's let's jump into some breaking news. So, uh, one of the, one of the stories that broke earlier today was that the WWE has just re-signed John Morrison. How are you feeling about that? Um, I'm kind of excited about this. I am. I, too. am. I really am. I, I'm really interested to see what brand he goes on. Yeah, I I yeah. heard NXT, but that almost seems like too obvious. Um, See, I, I would think that wouldn't be obvious though, because he was such a mainstay. He was on a, the main roster before, so I feel like that would almost skip him out of NXT. But yeah, I don't know. I, it's hard to say. Maybe maybe put him on Raw because there's so much attention, like on SmackDown now, and trying to with a Fox debut coming up. Like this would be a big thing for Raw because I know I, I'm pretty sure Heyman always liked John Morrison too was always a yeah. big John Morrison fan so maybe uh maybe see him on Raw well hey, heel, he could, heel he or face could, what do you think I don't know man that's a tough call like I feel like he I feel like he would come back as man that's I don't know that is tough because he he had that he had a pretty decent heel persona and hey you compare him with you compare him back with Eric Bischoff he could be Johnny Nitro again yeah <laughs> <laughs> but Johnny, uh, Johnny Smackdown yeah Johnny Smackdown now I I don't know like I I really um I I, I love John Morrison when he's around before I didn't I mean I, it took a little while for him but I think once he finally once he finally kind of got his niche and got into his, his own character, I think he really blossomed and his career kind of ended very abruptly with WWE. So I, I am curious to see him come back. He is 39. So, but I mean, what's AJ's 43 and look at some of the stuff he's doing, right? Right. Yeah. And it's very 
Drew McIntyre-ish, you know? Yeah, yeah. Go to- I mean, he, he made a name for himself somewhere else, and... Yeah, it's hard to say. I, you know, I guess we'll just have to kind of sit back and see. But no, it, it, this is a, I think a pretty good coup for him. You know, I always, I always like, I always thought he's very underrated. Honestly, I mean, some of the stuff he could do. Um, he was n- not the best on the mic. No, no, uh, I know, not. I know, I know, he's gotten a little bit better in on Impact. Um, and of course, you know, I don't really, I don't think any of us really watch it <laughs> that much. Right. But little, little bits I've seen. Um, he has done uh, better, so uh, we'll see. <laughs> All right, he was a part of Lucha Underground for a while too, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's acting. Maybe that's helped him out a little bit. You would think. Yeah, it's just like I said, kind of like a la Drew McIntyre, kind of go doesn't work out the best at first, and kind of come back, find your niche, and so we'll see. Yeah, let's see. Well, I I, I think we're both in favor of this, so. John Morrison, welcome back, and let's uh, let's see what the future brings. So, all right, wait, hold on. What do you think, Mike? Oh, fuck this. <laughs> I hated Johnny. No promo. Yeah, I'm, jo- I'm joking, Mike. <laughs> no, we're not. We're really not. He doesn't yeah. listen to the show anyway, so he's not going to hear any of this. Oh, he yeah, really say anything we want about him. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> he will. The one, the one time he listens, just because he's not on it, he's gonna listen to it. and know it. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I I, I still have my res- I still have my doubts about that. All right. So the other news that kind of affects the uh, the shakeup of WWE when it comes to the the draft and the, the new sh- the new uh, SmackDown show starting is that they uh, they they announced who the uh, they announced who the announced teams are going to be. <laughs> For these new shows, so we're gonna have we're gonna have some new faces. Sorry, Tom Phillips. Apparently, you are the fuck off. Yeah, um, what is up with that? I don't know. I don't know. So on the raw side, a little strange. You got Vic Joseph, who has done some work in NXT. Uh, is he on NXT UK now? I believe so. Yes. Okay, and then you also have Dio Madden, which I have no idea who this guy even is. I'll be a hundred percent honest with you. No clue. You don't know either? Okay. I no. feel better now that you don't know because I was like, man, should I know who this guy is? And I, your favorite commentator, Jerry the King Lawler. Yes, I said that. <laughs> I saw. I just, I, but I hope that it's not because it seems like every time he's like been on the last however many years or whatever for special appearances, it's so scripted. I hope it's like off the script, like Jerry Lawler. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure he's obviously getting fed stuff but like it just seems like like the last time he was on the show what was it for the raw reunion right like every time they would cut to him it was like he was completely like reading off his paper (laughs) of stuff to say and um i think he is he he tries to revert back a little too much to like some of his commentary so maybe things will be a little bit different but uh, yeah i'm pretty excited about that okay yeah, I mean, it's uh, but different. it's just but it's just gonna depends how he blends with these other people. Like it's it's right. it's one thing with like him and Jr. because Jr. can always like pull him back in. Even Cole wasn't so bad. So just those two alone. So you know you we'll see we'll see how long it lasts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that, I mean that's for sure. We'll we'll, we'll see how long they keep, they keep him on there. Now it might it I, might be just a thing. Temp, maybe a, I don't know, say temporary thing, but maybe just a thing of. Okay, well, they again, somebody. Yeah, but I'm kind of shocked by it. like, like nothing about Tom Phillips, nothing about Byron Saxon, 
Right. Like, you know, oh, people, I didn't even think about Byron Saxon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, Byron Saxon's good for, like, the. Like, you're an idiot. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's a good thing. foil. He's a great foil for Corey Graves. Yeah, exactly. I don't think Renee he's that, Young uh, can be too, but he he's even speaking of, uh, speaking of Renee Young. This is completely off topic. Did you watch Raw live? I I did not know. Not live. No. Okay. So there was uh, it was during. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna blank on the match now. Oh, it was during the Baron Corbin and Chad Gable match. She at one point goes, "Are you talking shit now, Cole?" Too. Really. And it was completely not bleeped out. They definitely cut it out on the Hulu version of the show because my my daughter Lily watches on Hulu, and I was kind of watching that match with her. And uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, she she said that, and it totally totally slipped past the censors and uh, made it out there to the to the masses. I thought that was pretty funny. So. Just real quick, like Moran Ronaldo, Beth Phoenix, and Nigel McGuinness are going to stay on NXT, which is which is pretty expected. Moran Ronaldo, I don't think he's going to go anywhere. I think he's going to be the voice of NXT for as long as he wants to be there. So <laughs> let me ask you this though: with Michael Cole, Corey Graves, and Renee Young now moved over to SmackDown Live, is SmackDown with this new Fox gig? Is this now the A show? I, that's what it seems like to me. Yeah. Try- I maybe just because of it being on Fox and the money they're getting from Fox, like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know they want it to be more of like a like sport type atmosphere too. I guess for SmackDown, have you really? heard that? Yeah. So I don't know. I I think there's intrigue and see how this is going to go and whatnot. Um. So yeah, I mean they're I mean they're obviously putting everything into this yeah so. it's, it really seems like it i mean you got you got the brock lesnar spot of it you got the uh now you have their their a announced team and it, yeah it really seems like I, i'm very curious to see like once once they do the draft i think that's really going to tell the tale on where they're really putting all of their eggs because if if the, the roster is more stacked on smackdown for the first time since the brand extension and since SmackDown's been a thing, then you're you're clearly gonna see which show is gonna be the the new the new baby for Vince. Yeah, and I and honestly like if if you go to if we talk about like the premiere of SmackDown for a second, like the main event with Kingston and Lesnar, I'm not hundred yeah. percent convinced that Lesnar's gonna win. I'm not either. I'll be I'm, honest with you. I'm not I know I he I know he I mean I know he's booked for like SmackDown shows like in the coming weeks or whatever, but I'm still not, I don't know. I don't know if I'm buying it. I just, I think that would be huge for Kofi to retain and win. Yeah. So especially on that that stage. Yeah. So how weird is that? Like, but like if if Lesnar is on more and Heyman's on SmackDown and he's over running raw. So right. kind (laughs) Kind of a weird concept there. So Heyman just got a little busier. Yeah. And I, I'm really curious too how they're gonna do the draft. I mean, are we gonna see Heyman and Bischoff drafting people since they're the heads of these shows? Or are they because they don't have any figureheads, there's no general managers, there's no are are the McMahons just gonna be the ones that do it? Yeah, I don't know. That that's yeah. that's a good question because my my feeling is that 
you know, this is going to be the end of the uh, like Shane McMahon era. Right. Come the show, because that was the other thing I heard about how, like, they wanted to be, you know, more sports hype. They don't want a lot of, like, authority figure, figures and stuff on the show. So, as far as, like, draft, yeah, I mean, I mean, we know who, like, you know, William Regan was the commissioner on NXT, but are they just going to be like, okay, here's the random thing, and okay, who's drafted to Raw is this person or that. So, that that's another big question is they really haven't given away how that's going to be done. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see how they're going to break that down. So the the last little bit of news here I have on here is, um, so you you watching AEW next week? Yeah, I think so. I, I feel like you have to, right? You yeah, I mean, what you they, got what they're doing. Yeah, you got to. But it's it's what on Wednesday, right? Yeah, Wednesday, Wednesday it'll, it'll go opposite. Uh, it'll opposite. Yeah, and, and you know, I I forgot I totally forgot to bring this up. Um, remember a couple weeks ago, Mike's hot take was that uh, that NXT being on USA will kill the WWE network. Well, at the time, I don't think any of us realized that only half of the show is on USA. The other half, you still have to tune into the network. So honestly, it can do a better job of actually gaining people to subscribe to the network as opposed to killing it like he originally thought. Yeah, I don't like. Yeah, I, that. I have to disagree. I don't think it's gonna kill. Like I said, just the pay per views alone is I, is worth the price. More than to worth me, it. yeah, more than it. worth it. Because I'm prime example. Like ninety eight percent of the stuff I watch on the network are the pay per views. So yeah. <laughs> you just don't have, you know, we don't have time sometimes to watch everything. You know, once in a while I'll watch a, you know, a show or a twenty, you know. Uh, the 24s or yeah so i don't see it killing the network there's no way (laughs) all right all right so uh yeah that's uh that's what i have for breaking news this week is was there anything else that came up that you thought that you could think of that uh something we should touch on um not really i i i think um i don't think i really heard anything else crazy this week so okay all right, so moving on, we want to do something a little bit different. Just because we, we really needed to get away from Shane and KO being a part of our good, bad, and ugly for <laughs> week in a row. So Kevin had a great idea, and if you don't like it, it was his idea. So uh, we'll, we'll, oh, okay. we'll let it live and die with him. I'm yeah, and, and, if you, and if you like it, it was Jason's idea. So <laughs> No, no, it was, he, he gets all the blame, good or bad. So yeah, okay. <laughs> No, but I, I thought it was a great idea. That's why we're doing it. So um we thought, like, why not book a dream match pay per view, right? So let's let's take any wrestler from any era and let's let's put them together on a on a pay per view card. I think we both kind of did it a little bit different, and I'll go first just because I'm sure his is going to be way better than mine anyway. So <laughs> to 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 kick things off on on my uh, on my dream match card, I, I what I really did was kind of take like a modern era star, like somebody that's like currently wrestling, and put it again, put them against somebody who's not anymore or an era from like way back or something along those lines. So my opening match, I want to see the Usos versus Harlem heat. Ooh, we got the two brothers on each side, uh, both very intense. I think with the, the different clash of styles, it can be very fast paced match. And uh, especially as like an opening match, it would really get the crowd involved. And I think that, I, I think that'd be a good match to see. What do you think? I, I like that a lot. Actually, I, 
I have not to open my match, but uh, I have some similar to that down my card. But uh, all right, that's all right. that's good. That's that's a good match. I like that. Well, thank you. I I appreciate that. So then uh, I I would also one match I thought would be kind of intriguing would be Cody Rhodes now versus Triple H now. Mm. Just because of the the, the heat. Yeah, the heat, exactly, and how Cody is has taken some stabs at him, and you know Triple H has taken some stabs back, and I, I think that would be really intriguing, especially now that Cody's gone away for a little while, uh, learned some new holds, so to speak, or you know put put a fresh coat of paint on his character and and really build something for himself. I think it'd be really interesting to see those two go head to head. Yeah, it'd be good, especially I think so, the, the Cody's like at his best right now. Like he's. He's been another one that's, you know, in the shadows of his brother, kind of, and, you know, obviously his father, but I think more now than any, like, ever, he's really, uh, I love the, the American, was it, the American Nightmare yeah. gimmick, and uh, I just, I think he's at, at the top of his game right now. Without a doubt, yeah, definitely. And Triple H, I mean, he can still go no matter what. I mean, that guy apparently is ageless and... Yeah, <laughs> he, just, he he keeps finding new muscles that he never had before. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> my boy. Then, then he tears them and they grow back within yeah record time. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So then uh, another match I thought would be interesting. This one was kind of my my throwaway match. Kind of kind of dumb, but I think it would be intriguing to see a '90s Hogan versus a 2010 Cena versus Roman Reigns. Oh, really? All of Vince's favorites in one ring at the same time. <laughs> he might he might pop a wood so big you could ride on it. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> we might have a title for the show so far. <laughs> pop pop a wood so big he'll ride on it. <laughs> I've been trying to keep the titles of the show somewhat appropriate, but I don't know. Well, yeah, I that. think that's going to happen. So yeah. <laughs> uh, so then uh, you know I I can't have a, a dream card without. My, my boy hb shizzle i can't i can't have one without hbk and you may think you know who my opponent for hbk would be but i don't think you do my opponent for hbk would be samoa joe ooh because really? i think the story would be fantastic leading up to it cuz both of them can tell it you got samoa joe is that that big that big heel, and then you got HBK as a sympathetic face. I, I I think they could tell the great story, and and Sean historically works great with guys Joe size. So somebody Joe size with his athletic ability and Sean, I I don't, I don't think you can go wrong. I think that would be match of the year in any decade. Hmm. Interesting. So that that's my so, my show stealer. Uh. I also wanted to throw in a TLC match between Edge and Christian, the Hardy Boys, and the Young Bucks. Okay. Because really, they should be in that conversation with those guys, especially after their their ladder match against the Lucha Bros. That was freaking insane. I thought those guys died at least three times in that match. <laughs> uh, where are we at? Um, I think I had two more matches. Um, CM Punk versus Stone Cold, the torch that was never passed. And then my main event would be AJ Styles versus The Undertaker. Oh, for kind of the same reasons. Like Sean and The Undertaker had such great matches 
I really think that AJ and The Undertaker could have a match that was either just as good or possibly better. Yeah, I can see that. Sure. So that's my that's my card. I think I got everything. Nice. All right. How many how many matches do you end up with? Six, you said? I think or... I think it was seven actually. One, two, three, four, five. Yep, six, seven. Yep. Okay, so I got one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, I guess I I thought of a couple more, so I th- I figured you would. <laughs> well, you, well, you, well, I had no. I, I thought of one, and then, and then you kind of gave me an idea of one. So okay, all right. But you know, I don't know. We'll see. All right, nice. what do you got for us? All right, so my opening match to get things kicked off is Chris Jericho. Um, uh, it's hard to say which Chris Jericho. <sighs> He has so many good incarnations of him. Yeah, we'll just say we'll just say Chris Jericho, Chris, right. Jer- Chris Jericho <laughs> versus Barry Windham to open things up. Barry Windham, like Four Horsemen, nineteen eighty-eight. Barry Windham was always you know six six, two hundred and fifty pounds, but he moved around like a cruiserweight. And I just think that these two, and he can work with anybody. Like he always had great matches with Brian Pillman. Um, Matches with Arn, like the matches he would have with Flair, like in the mid '80s and whatnot, were just. If you've never seen Ric Flair versus Barry, which I don't know if you have, Jason, if you've never seen Ric Flair versus Barry Windham, from and you can find the match on YouTube. If you look up Battle of the Belts two, it's from like 1986. It's actually the debut of the Big Gold Belt. Okay. I've seen highlights of the match. I don't know if I actually watched the whole thing all the if way. If you through. watch it, because I think I think they go like forty five. I don't think they go an hour draw. I think they go like forty eight minutes or something like that. But it honestly might be one of the greatest, like most underrated matches of all time. It was just like they just don't stop for like forty some minutes, and it was an awesome match. Like like Barry Windham's like one of my all time favorites, and um and I'm a you know big fan of Chris Jericho, so that'd be my opening match to get things kicked off. All right. Uh, next on my card, he kind of halfway stole from me, but I have Harlem Heat versus the Hart Foundation. Okay. All right. So two great tag teams. You know, I mean, Harlem Heat's probably one of the greatest tag teams of all time. Ten-time champs. You got the Hart Foundation, who I always loved um, as a team, whether they were heel or face or whatever. So I think. Uh, you got you got like Booker T and Bret Hart who are like the technicians kind of speed of the team. Then you got like Stevie Ray and the Anvil, like the powerhouse. So I just think those two teams would like mesh really well together. Yeah. So. Uh, now. I was like the Hart Foundation. Jimmy Hart has to be at ringside. Yeah, and then Sister Sherry. Yeah, Sister at ringside Sherry, for uh, so <laughs> a little, uh, little heel versus heel. Matchup, it's nothing wrong yeah. with that. So, uh, my next match, I've got Triple H versus Harley Race. Okay, what do you think yeah. of that? No? Yeah, yeah, Triple H versus Harley That's, Race. Yeah, that you know, be, you got that would be a physical match, very physical match. You got, you know, Triple H took some styles from Harley Race, like the, the high knee. Yeah, um, I just think it would just be like a you know down on the mat type great match so you know i think we didn't really we didn't really book who won these matches though too so. oh no we really didn't did we that's okay yeah, that's yeah that's fine <laughs> um it doesn't matter who wins <laughs> yeah yeah 
they're all they're all countouts. Yeah. All right, double countouts. <laughs> um, my next match, I will have another tag match. I got Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard versus the Hardy Boys. Okay, so I got the Hardys in there too. I just think it'd be you know you got two great faces like the Hardys, and you got the chicken shit heels like Arn and Tully who are going to sell their asses off, obviously, uh, for the Hardys. But in the end, let's say that even this match is for a tag title and something screwy happens in the end. The Hardys win, think they win, but then in the end, it was actually they got disqualified or something, and Arn Tully. The old dusty finish. <laughs> yeah. So I can totally see Jeff taking an on Anderson spine buster through a table. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Um then my show stealer would be Shawn Michaels versus Ricky Steamboat. Ah, there you go. You know, I mean you talk about I don't know, that 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 that's one match I would like both of them in their prime. Yeah, like like Steamboat eighty seven, Michaels like ninety five, ninety six. I mean, you, like, you take you take Steamboat's match with Macho Man and replace him with Shawn Michaels. That would be yeah. I mean, that would be phenomenal. Even Steve, yeah, or even Steamboat's matches with like Flair or something like that. You know what I mean? Or you replace those or yeah, uh, vice versa, whatever. Um, yeah. Speaking of. Did you have Savage on your card? I didn't have Savage I didn't on mine. I did Savage on my card. Yeah. Oh, man. That's I'm why I said, not... like, before we did this, I, I said we could probably do five or six times and have completely different matches with completely different people on them. So it's, yeah, it's hard, I mean, like, especially if we're just sticking with six or seven, it's hard not to leave somebody out. Well, okay, so, like, my next match, so I'll throw this at you. My next match, I actually had Sting versus Daniel Bryan. Okay, I like that. But what about, say, Randy Savage versus Daniel Bryan? Oh man, that would be one hell of a story too. Yeah, man, yeah, they're starting. To, and speaking of Brian, real quick, they are starting to plant that seed, aren't they? Uh, I think him becoming a babyface again. Oh yeah, it's oh happen. my gosh. <laughs> but God, I just I don't know. I love he, I love he, the plant champion. He wouldn't do the yes chant though. He just kept he kept lifting his arms up, like uh, like like egging on the crowd, but he wouldn't do the point to the sky. Yeah, like I know. It, like that—that's like the big thing. Like until he does that, he's not there. But <laughs> I know it's. Ugh. I don't know, but I, I mean, I'm, I'm. I don't know. I like the plans champion. I don't think it got a long enough run. No, it didn't. But all right, so Sting versus Daniel Bryan. I, I think that honestly, that match potentially could even happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think convince Sting to do one more. Yeah, good. And then my main events not not the same many as main events you, but. I had a <laughs> similar triple threat match. Mine okay. is Hulk Hogan. All right. Versus Stone Cold versus John Cena. <laughs> okay. The, the three okay. The three biggest baby faces. I don't know how well those three I know I know John Cena would do good in triple threat. You know, I I had the rock in mine instead of Roman Reigns. But then I thought, eh, maybe I should do it with like the 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 new, like the new uh, love child instead of the, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and since I already had Stone Cold with CM Punk, I had to I had to pivot and do something different. But and the funny no, thing is, like, we're, we're talking about these now, and like, I was sitting there today, like on my lunch break, trying to think of these, and I'm like, why can I? At the time, I would only think like four matches. And I'm like, why can I only think of four matches I want to see? Are you freaking kidding right. me right now? 
And then we're sitting here talking about this. I, I probably think of like 50 matches. Like, yeah, thir- <laughs> you could probably think of like 30 now that we're talking about. Yeah, I know. I'm just like, oh my God, why, why couldn't I think of this? I don't know. <laughs> All right. All right. So is that that does it for your card? That that does it for my card. So. All right. So I think we I think we had two pretty decent cards there. So I I would definitely invite anybody listening to uh, to tweet us your fantasy dream matches at Live Your Gimmick. That's L I V Y O U R G I M M I C K, and let us know what you thought. Let us know what you thought of our cards, and let us know uh, what you think about yours. I might put a tweet out there too, just to kind of like fish and get some get some attention and and see if uh, see if we can get some some conversations going. But uh, but yeah, I mean I, I think this yeah even if it's not. Yeah, even if it's not as many matches, if you think of three, you know, think of a, right. a starting match, a mid-card match, and, like, your main event or something. I'm really interested yeah. to see uh, what other people think. I I like seeing what, especially when we do our nostalgia, what they think and what's their favorite and not favorite, you know, just as long as it's not the purple IC belt. <laughs> so, <laughs> you, know, you know, I don't know what happened to those guys. Uh, their show is completely off of YouTube, and their Twitter account is canceled. Because like yeah, the two jobbers and one squash pod podcast, like those guys had a YouTube show, and I watched it. It was it was pretty decent. I mean, they had like uh, they had like graphics behind them and stuff like that. Like they did a really good job. And then they, um, you know, I I looked the tweet at them the other day, and their Twitter account was completely gone. And I went to YouTube because I'd subscribed to their channel, and their YouTube show was completely gone. So I was like, uh, these guys just disappeared off the face of the earth. It's too many, think, people, too many people found out. Yep. I see title. <laughs> too, too many people found out that, that one dude's favorite was the purple IC belt. So yeah, it ruined. I was surprised, I was surprised people would still listen to our show when they found out that Mike's favorite was the up up down down champion. Right, <laughs> Mike. If you are listening to this episode, I was being nice, but like of all the championships <laughs> that were ever created. You picked the Up Up Down Championship and the Women's Tag Team Titles. <laughs> and no offense to the Women's Tag Team Titles, but the Up Up Down Down Championship. Come on, man. right? It's not it's not a real <laughs> wrestling championship, but you know, no, whatever. you you could have you could have picked a your your actual belt. I would have liked that better. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right, enough shit on Mike. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so I'm sure you guys. Shit. I'm sure you guys shit on my shit on me though when I was. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, just made, we, we just we just made jokes about balls hitting your face. Yeah, balls balls to face. So Spe- speaking of shitting on, I know Mike said to you to to listen to the fanboy fight club show that we did last week. Did you happen to listen to that? I, I did not yet. He said okay, last so, twenty minutes or whatever. What what he was what he was trying to get at was we I was a part of the battle this past week and I lost right and uh, then we did a and well actually Mike and I tied for for last place and then we had a uh, a, a sudden death. Where we had to like basically, um, basically share our topics, like basically like one last stitch effort to sell our topic, and then the winner, and then the two judges voted, and whoever won didn't end up having to be the bitch of the week. Which now I'm the bitch of the week. But anyway, interesting. So, but we down, <laughs> yeah, so we we get down to it, and both Wes and Jamar, who were the judges, basically shat all over my. Uh, like basically why they picked Mike instead of me. And then, so it was already two out of three voted for Mike. So we really didn't even have to hear from Jake, who was the third vote, but 
they're like, well, I feel like Jake should have a chance to say what he had to say too. I was like, yeah, I, I, I feel like Jake should have a chance to shit all over my idea as well. And it got a big pop from everybody. And that's why he wanted you to listen because all three of them just basically took a giant dump on me. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh my God. That's so-, so he said, it, he was like, Oh, you got your payback. Kevin will love that. <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. All right. So if, if you, if you're not sure what I'm talking about, part of uh part of media junkies, we have the uh, d- different podcasts. Fanboy fight club is one of them. I'm on that as well as Michael. You can check that out on uh, any podcast app. But before we close out the show, we got one more segment I want to get into, and that is the holy shit moment of the week. So instead of a match of the week, I thought this would be more fun because it kind of points out like a spot that like makes your jaw drop, you know? And uh, for me this week, it was AJ Styles giving a snap suplex to Rey Mysterio on the ring apron. Yeah, oh that, my God. That, was, that made my back hurt. Oh yeah, it looks so freaking painful. And I've seen like they've done they've they've been using the ring apron. Man, I, I want to say it was it was some of the AEW guys like New Japan that really started this. Like maybe the Young Bucks that like kind of started this trend of like using that as kind of a weapon and WWE's kind of adapted into it as well. Some of the guys have started to use it, but usually the moves are pretty pretty well choreographed in a way. But this snap suplex just looks so fast and so brutal. And yeah, like you said, it made my back hurt just watching yeah. it. So yeah. man, holy shit, AJ fucking up Ray's back. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Just were uh, you able to come up with one? I did. My, I mean, mine just the the ending with the fiend. Okay. Like like every I know it's just, you know kind of the same you know, thing he's done here and there, whatever, but just anytime he's on, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's just the best, in my opinion, the hottest, best act going in the WWE right now. And I just, I love what they've done so far with this. Like, I actually just showed his entrance from SummerSlam to my wife and my brother-in-law. And I was like, you guys have to see this. And they were even like, what? Like, you know, they don't really watch wrestling that much. We were just talking about, because I was talking, my brother-in-law is in town from California visiting, and I was talking to him about the show. He's like, oh, I have to check it out. And we just started talking about wrestling and stuff. I said, oh, my God, you have to, because he was talking about, because he's big, hardcore vegan. He was talking about Daniel Bryan and, you know, the vegan character. And I said, well, I think he's going away from that. And then I said, well, you, you should see this character. And called the fiend, and I showed them the entrance, and they're like, they're, "There's like they there's silence." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seeing this, so like my holy shit is just. But the only problem I have with that is like, what, like Seth Rollins was kind of was kind of being a bitch. I'm at the agree yeah, with Mike right? on this one, right? Like, like I understand the week before, like. Okay, you can't get up. You're frozen because you just took a beat down. But like, what's your excuse this week? Yeah, and he like, kind of, and he explained it too. Which okay, all right, cool. But yeah, then he did the same thing this week. But did you see the video that surfaced though of after Ross? Yeah, him of him like taking the like no sound the curb stomp. Yeah, but people are like, oh, it's already started. He's burying him and he's stomping him. Blah blah blah. He's kicking his ass. But he 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 took it like five times and he still like rolled out of the ring. Yeah, and then I guess like when the like people that reported, like on site or whatever, like 
saw him like running from the ring. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think it's nobody I don't think anybody got a video of that or anything, but like it's supposed to be this whole oh disappear and they're like he literally was just running up the ramp. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, but, good shit. Now yeah. here's here's my question to you though, speaking of that whole ending, because uh, that ending I Stroman, I thought it was huge. But is that is that how this is that how this uh, fucks it up for him though? Is Strowman coming down and ripping that cage off, r- ripping the door off the cage and and attacking the fiend, and that's what that's what causes the uh, him not to win the title? Yeah. See, I don't know. Like, honestly, in my opinion, I think you need to put the title on. I mean, you don't really have to. Like, I don't think he needs the title, but I I kind of hope they do. But if they do something screwy, cool or whatever. But I don't know. And like the whole thing, like you see, like him Bray Wyatt apologizing to Braun Strowman on Twitter. Yeah, I'm so sorry. So <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's just really good shit right now. Speaking of uh, fantasy booking, think think about this. A couple of months away, we have Survivor Series, right? And that's where Raw and SmackDown go head to head. You know. What if the Fiend is the World Heavyweight, the the Universal Champion, and Brock Lesnar is the World Heavyweight Champion? Ooh. How crazy would that be? I really hope that happens, actually, now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck Kofi. All right, let's see this Fiend versus Brock. <laughs> that would be pretty fucking sweet. But honestly, I, I mean, I'd like to see Rollins versus Kingston. I think yeah. that would be a hell of a match. It you know, something, something different. Definitely. You know, don't have Lesnar again, but yeah. <laughs> again. But, yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, Lesnar. Oh, man. I don't know. I'd, lo- I'd love to see that. Yeah. Pretty sweet. I'd love to see the build for it because when has Brock Lesnar ever been the. He's always been the hunter, not the hunted. So I think that, that'd be an interesting type build. And I don't know how you can even book that match. Like, how are you going to, like, you can't have Lesnar, like, destroy him. Because I don't that think would he would. Not... That's the thing. See, yeah, I don't know. Oh, man. I don't know. But can, but can you, but can you have the, you can't have, can you have the Fiend destroy? I mean, that, that, that would be so hard to book. I don't think like, he has to destroy him. I mean, he didn't, he didn't necessarily, I, I don't think he'll necessarily destroy Seth Rollins. And he didn't really necessarily destroy Finn Balor. I mean, Finn Balor had some spots in that match where he he made a comeback and and fought fought hard against him. So I, I don't think it, I, it he can be in back and forth matches. It's just more the psychological threat that he opposes more than more yeah. so than the physical threat. So I mean, it, 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 he he can still work a style that he can sell, and he can. I mean, I don't know. Like I I, I don't see it. Uh, I don't see this ever being something that he can't have a normal match with somebody. Yeah, I don't know. We should we should put that out on Twitter too. Is if 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 that's the concept they're going to do for Survivor Series, what match would you rather see? Brock Lesnar versus Bean, Kofi versus Seth Rollins. Okay, yeah, that's actually because, be because I mean because you because you, you've seen Brock versus you know you've seen Brock versus Rollins before. Right. If it's the if it's the Fiend versus Kofi, you know who's going in that match right. so let's let's go the hard way we'd rather see Rollins Kofi Fiend Lesnar I, like I said I don't even know how you book like the Fiend versus Rollins like I, I would love to see that but like I don't even know how you even do that yeah 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I I think I, th- I think uh, I think it could be fun though if they do. We'll see. All right. Well, I got a nostalgia what? for you, real quick though. Okay. Did you see my text? Favorite theme music. Uh, oh, favorite theme music. Okay. Yeah, just <laughs> off the top of your head, think of your. This could be another Twitter. Let's get people involved in Twitter too. Oh my gosh! <laughs> top three favorite theme music entrances ever. And uh, um, NWO Honky Tonk Man and Honky Tonk Man. Honky-tonk I love the Honky Tonk Man theme music. Really? <laughs> yeah. I love it. I don't know why I love it, but I love it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> hey, you not... said real quick top three off the top of my head. I did. I did not. I did not expect that. Those are the first three that came to my mind. I I don't know why, but I always love the hockey talk man theme music. I think it's just good. I think I always liked when sang their own theme music. So the fact that he sang it and it was just catchy. It, it just I I always liked it. Even as a kid, I hated the hockey talk man, but. I this theme yeah. song. <laughs> no, that's good. Uh, no, I, that's that's a hard question off the top of your head. I like it. All right, what do you that's got? What, what do you got? Um, mine are Real American. Okay, yeah, Hulk Hogan. Um, Taz from ECW. Okay, beat me if I can't survive if I let you. Yeah, which actually, right. I and I just found out today that was an actual song by Kiss. Oh, really? War, War Machine. Oh, wow. Yeah. Look up War Machine on like YouTube or something like that, and like that's where they got the dun, 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 you know the, the start of it and everything. Yeah, like that's one thing whole... I loved about ECW is they didn't give a f- about oh no uh, about copyrights. Rights. Yeah. No, I mean <laughs> Rob Van Rob Van Dam used Walk by Pantera, Tommy Dreamer did Man in the Box, Enter Sandman, Even <laughs> Flow, know, Even Flow, like yeah, they did not give two shits. And then <laughs> and then uh, my third is uh. Bad Street USA. Okay. <laughs> oh, Michael Hayes. Yeah. I mean, that is. All right. All right. I think that'll do it for today. Um, I, I feel like this kind of went shorter without Mike, too. So, went way shorter. <laughs> like, it's not even 11 o'clock. Like, our Hell. time. Yeah, I know. We and we, we, and we started after ten too. We kept it under an hour. How about that? High five wow. to us. I know that's crazy because usually sure. you're not. You and I. I'm surprised we didn't go on for hours. I know, right? Especially with that whole like fantasy booking and stuff like that. We kept it pretty good. I'm proud of us. Yeah. <laughs> All huh. right. Thank you everybody for listening. Really appreciate it. Uh, we are brought to you by Media Junkies. You can check out all the other stuff that we offer if you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Media Junkie Vids. You can follow our show on Twitter and Instagram, although I'm really bad about the Instagram, not going to lie. But you can find us at Live Your Gimmick, <laughs> L-I-V-Y-O-U-R-G-I-M-M-I-C-K. You can also check out the other podcasts that we offer, like Rogue Agents, a Division 2 podcast. I'm actually going to be guest uh, a guest on that show next uh, Sunday or this upcoming Sunday, which would be, yeah, a couple days from now. And then uh, you can also catch out, catch me and Michael on the Fanboy Fight Club podcast. If you like to hear nerds arguing about nerdy things, it is the perfect podcast for you. So please <laughs> come and listen. Uh, you can also check, check out all the content we have on YouTube, youtube.com slash media junkie. And uh, Mike sells T-shirts. If you check out his Vault of Personality... You yeah, can't tell. You can't tell he's a huge CM, CM Punk mark or not. 
Right. right? <laughs> At Vault of Personality uh, Comics, I think is his Twitter handle off the top should, of my you head. Should, you should have just made up something completely different just to piss him off. Yeah, I probably should have. I, 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 I'm going to get it just close enough to almost be right that it'll still piss him off, which will be fine. So yeah. if he if he wanted to plug it, he could have he could have just been on the show. So, yeah. <laughs> so remember to subscribe, share, and if you're on Apple, leave us a five star review. Once again, thank you for listening, and remember to be a fan and always live your gimmick. Thank you and goodbye. Mm-hmm.